Hey, how you doing? Hello. Ooh, lots of energy for Ooh, you today. Ooh, I, like. I mean, I just put some <laughs> serums on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're applying your self-care. Yeah. <laughs> I've been making. Well, I every week of the year I try to make challenges for myself. A lot of times they kind of like roll over, like read every night before I go to bed. Um, and mm-hmm. so some of my ones for this week is to dental floss every night because I'm not a big flosser, but I'm trying to be better about mm. it. And then um, another one, mm-hmm. I went on a walk with a friend yesterday, kept our distance, obviously, and she gave me collagen peptides. And so I'm going to try to, I'm going to have that every day for the next like two weeks because I think that's like as much as in, is in the little container. And then I also was like, if I'm already going to have to drink a glass of water for just the collagen, I should also just force myself to drink more in general. And I already drink a lot, but I told myself at least 70 ounces, which wasn't really based off of any science except for the fact that it's two Nalgene's and a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I don't... What Aren't you supposed to drink like your weight do you only drink two nalgenes a day no well i never really use a nalgene but yeah i drink um like five or six of this how many ounces 750 is that? mils i don't know how well many so probably like 616 yeah no it has to be. Uh, how many mil mils 750. 750. So that's about mm, 26. If we're going off of the crude Nalgene uh, <laughs> bottle. Oh, from Bumble. Bumble BFF, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a shit ton of Bumble swag at ACL this year. So I'm like, I mean, yeah. I'll keep we the were talking water about bottle. collagen because I've tried it. I've tried it in the past and I like despised the way it. It doesn't taste the, good. I despise the experience. I don't know if it was the taste or just like the texture. I just remember being like, nope, no, 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 mm. no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, Not for me. <laughs> I think I remember feeling like it was really thick. Um, I mean, if, I think it if you dissolve it in enough water, it should be fine. Like I haven't had that experience, but it just like tastes kind of nasty. So I like mixed mm-hmm. it in with some or put some lemon in. I drink a lot of water, but my whole, well, I guess I should say, my 70 ounces is like what I want to have done before dinner time. Yeah. And so, like your work day. Yeah. So, I mean, water is pretty much all that I drink as I don't have like soda or anything like that. But I mean, I drink alcohol I've been having too. A, a cool Diet Coke in the morning. Oh. And then trying to do water the rest of the day. Oh, <laughs> some coffee. I'm like, coffee sounds so good. I don't even drink coffee, but it sounds nice just to spice things up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I rarely drink coffee, but I have it here. And I've the past couple of days have been like, well, maybe. Yeah. What have you been up to? How's quarantine? Do you know what day you're even on anymore? Oh, I do. Day 25, because tomorrow's my birthday. Um, 26. I'm just being dramatic. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, no, of course I do. I have a calendar on my fridge and I've been marking them off and keeping track because I'm dramatic and I want to be like a caveman. You've been busy though. Uh, I have been we busy. I out. have activities every night this week. We hung out on Saturday night. We yes, were supposed to make dinner together and then you had a right. terrible experience where your food just didn't show up. 
Right, my groceries just never showed. Yeah, Micah um, and I made it was fine. <laughs> Micah and I made the Bon Appetit uh, meatball subs. And it was so good. It was like one of the few times in my life where I was like not jealous of someone else's food because I was like, <laughs> "Damn, this is good." Not saying that your pizza rolls weren't good, but I'm just saying I was really yeah, happy with well, my meal. That was like three hours into <laughs> <laughs> when we were supposed to have eaten at 9:45. I was like, "Yeah, I guess I'll make pizza rolls." <laughs> Yeah, we hung out with Gan, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. We're going to do mm-hmm. it again. Well, the three of us are going to hang out again, mm-hmm. so that'll be we fun. Have, I mean, we're staying very busy. There's like, We've kept our movie parties up. I would say there's... We watched Burlesque last week. Yeah, should we touch on our thoughts on Burlesque? What is there to say? So, Cinema verite. So campy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly, like, trying to even, like, wrap my mind around what what was burlesque. Like, I can't even remember basic things about it because time is standing still. <laughs> but also, speed. Uh, I'm traveling through time in a strange place. But Cam... I can. I'll never be able to say his last. Yeah, name. I don't know how to say it. Volchek <laughs> from Gijadent. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and I had a friend in high school who's like obsessed with him. I should know how to pronounce his name, but I don't remember. Um, Too bad Bryce isn't here. He's in it. I don't think he has leading man qualities. Wow. Personally, <laughs> I remember like right after the OC came out, or right after he was on the OC, and he was like really making a splash, seeing in People uh-huh. Magazine that like his ex girlfriend was pregnant with his child, and I was I remember being like, wow, Ugh. risky timing <laughs> there. You need to be you're trying to be like a leading man or like a heartthrob, <laughs> and you have this. In the, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, happy <laughs> uh, for him, but also, I don't know if that's, yeah. you know, his agents were probably, like, trying to keep that story under wraps. You know, you got anything you can do to make girls be like, but I have a chance with him. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, he was always, like, the bad boy and everything, but this was just, honestly, I don't know if it's his fault or, like, the writing, but, like, the scene where, spoiler alert, they get together, Ugh. I hated it more than anything, it's, like, the least sexy scene in television history. It was weird. And I was just like, no, no thank you, I'm out on all of this. Um, but Cher is great. The Tooch is uh, great. Tooch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Love a touch of the Tooch. Love it. Um, and obviously, <laughs> Peter Gallagher. It was a whole OC moment. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was. Oh, oh okay. So it was the same year he did Easy A, which is actually on Netflix. Oh, right. And I was thinking maybe that could Wait, be a fun. Wait, is he Amanda Bynes' boyfriend in Easy A? Uh, yeah, I think he's the really religious guy. So I'd be a man about yes, his name's yes, Micah yes, 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 on yes, ECA. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so that's <laughs> something. Um, yeah, I think that I, I just think any movie that's like super campy like that, you kind of have to like have latched on to it when it first came out. Otherwise, you're just going to mm-hmm. watch it and be like, e-. <laughs> yeah, because it's like just I mean, the whole thing is like a little curio because like Christina Aguilera is like. Is this the only thing she's been, like, seriously acting in? Um, I mean, that sounds right. And it's the lead? 
I mean, swing big, you know? Yeah. Let's see. Just, Let's see what her burlesque. And then she was in the Emoji movie. And then a movie called Zoe. Which I don't. Yeah. I don't know what that is. She was a supporting character in a 2018 movie called Zoe. Okay. Um, and then let's see. She's in, she was in Life of the Party as herself as a cameo. So, yeah, basically she did a voice role in Shark Tale. Uh, she did cameos. This Shark Tale. <laughs> Remember when they did they recorded car or they had someone record car wash for that? Yes, um, Will Smith. <laughs> someone. He's the main fish. Someone. And then and someone. then Renee Zellweger and Angelina Jolie look like I mean they like look like they're fishes. It's really what a what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this Zoe movie is, and Wikipedia is kind of not helping me out too much. No, not Zoo, but. Yeah, so I think that this was so sounds like Tina's first real big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Why? Okay. I don't know why it's not loading, but whatever. Yeah. So burlesque. We watched it. We can cross it off our list. I don't even it. know if I rated it. I'll have to go back and do that. Um, well. I have no idea what I rated it, but I know I did rate it, I think. Yeah. Uh, but so to, we had a fun idea for the yes. month of April. Yes. And oh, you gave Burlesque two and a half stars. That's, damn, that's pretty high for Burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. Um, we thought it would be fun for the month of April to have a little mini series a la blank check, but kind of different. Uh, yeah. And mostly I think it was inspired by the fact that I kind of wanted to watch Julia Roberts movies. So Yeah, I think you were just like, I want to watch Julia Roberts movies. Maybe we could make this official homework. I think it was like, I, I want like, to watch yeah. Runaway Bride. <laughs> and then it was like, I always want to watch My Best Friend's Wedding. And it's kind of insane that we haven't oh done gosh. an episode on My Best Friend's Wedding yet. And then we're because like, Because we do well, talk about it so much. Like, it is so influential. That movie is iconic. That's on it. I'm so excited to watch. Like, I will get to it, but like, I watched Runaway Bride and I was like, this isn't as great as I remember it being. My best friend's uh-huh. wedding holds up every single time. At the end of this, we're going to have to go back and like rank them yes. on, you know, what we think. And I mean, I think it's just fair to say up front, this is my best friend's wedding to lose. Oh. Like, something else is going to have to really come in and blow me away because. My best friend's writing is chef's kiss perfection. Oh, my God. Everything about it is so great. Like, I – it's so well cast. Everything about it is great. We'll get we have to, to save this. We have to save this. Literally next week, uh, unless we <laughs> add in something else. Basically, I forgot our, that we weren't combining two uh, movies into one episode, so I watched the wrong movie last night. So now we're just going to do an episode on Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. A la yes. Pretty Woman and Runaway Bride. Correct. So. What do you want to start with? Pretty Woman. Yeah, probably. let's just go in Chronologically. order. Chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. So Pretty Woman. 
Um, Pretty woman. It, that movie <laughs> has such 80s music. It also like cracks me up when movies are named bum, after songs. Bum, 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 bum. It, I know. Because like, you can't not, you can't separate them in your but head. But it's also like kind of stupid because like sometimes, like at least in this movie, they play the song and like it works. Yes. But it's also just kind of like some movies have such like dumb names, but. Yes. This one, well, works, I think but. famously Point Break was almost called Riders on the Storm. And I I just think about that all the time because that would be such a bad title yeah. for that movie. But this one works because I feel like they really are entwined. And when someone talks about the movie Pretty Woman, you hear the song in your head and it's a really great song. So, you know, that's good association. And they tease it a couple times in the movies, movie. They don't give it like and, all to you right away. And yeah, and Jules is a pretty um, woman. Jackson Maine sings it. Oh, <laughs> true. Uh, well, he doesn't sing it; he plays it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> During a Roy Orbison tribute at the Grammys oh. in A Star Is Born. Oh my God! And he kills it, despite <laughs> the fact that he was on all of the drugs. Yes. Uh, uh, so he almost pulled it off there. Pretty woman. <laughs> we are, I guess. Well, I was. You just watched I'm, it like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I just. I mean, I'd seen it before. Um, of course. I think that honestly, I probably saw it maybe in like high school because it was rated mm-hmm. R, which is right. kind of funny because uh, it doesn't right. Like, and I mean, it's like think, it's not like a hard R, but it's about prostitutes, which is like <laughs> an, an adult subject. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, I like I said, I think I watched this probably after Run My Bride, after my best friend's wedding. Yeah, high school time. So, those movies came out earlier. This one was 1990, uh, directed mm. by Gary Marshall, who we love. And I was, like, watching these two movies back to back, and I was like, fuck, I want to watch The Princess, the Princess Diaries. The Princess Diaries, when I was watching Runaway Bride, which I don't want to spoil, I do have a bomb to drop about Runaway Bride. But, Can't wait. Um, all, all the Princess Diaries characters, actors who showed up, I was just like, oh, Well, they're in all of them. Yeah, I know. That's, but that's kind of. It was just for some reason, with Runaway Bride, I was just like, man. I think it's because they have a little bit more of a presence in Runaway Bride. like in. Also, Runaway Bride is like the same kind of era. Yeah. I mean, they're only, they're only a few years apart. Well, because like Princess Diaries, the um, I forget her Charlotte is that her name, the Queen's yes, assistant. Yes. She's just like she works at the front desk and she has maybe like one line in Runaway Bride. She's like one of the bridesmaids, like a good a good friend of right. hers. So, yeah. Right. Um. And Joe. <laughs> yes. I'm just giggling. <laughs> Thinking about the Princess Diaries. Oh my God! Why we should pivot the series? It should just be Gary Marshall. Okay, that's fine with me. We'll just we could just do my best friend's wedding for fun too. But yeah, so Pretty Woman, 1990 rom com. It was the third mm-hmm. highest grossing movie of 1990, which is like kind of incredible considering it's a movie about a sex worker who gets picked up by a wealthy guy and he pays her to just hang out with him for a week and spoiler alert they fall in love they fall in love Uh, (laughs) it's an iconic premise and it's like really one of those things it's like it's something that like when you hear it you're like well 
that definitely has to have aged poorly. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, a little, but also like I'm very forgiving about things that I loved in my youth, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if I loved watching it. Or I just mm-hmm. actually maybe it's a Richard Gere problem because in both movies, I mean, he, his character has the same kind of air about him. But in both movies, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, why is she falling for him? I I agree. The 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 role that I like Richard Gere in the most, and this is gonna make some people angry, <laughs> is in Chicago because he's like he always kind of plays slimy, you know. Mm-hmm. But in Chicago, they're like, he's just going to kind of go like pretty full douchebag here. And we're just going to put it out of the table that this guy's like an asshole. Yeah. And you're like, well, I believe that. It's Richard Gere. <laughs> but like when like Julia Roberts is like such a like, like just a shining ray of sunshine, uh, a la Cameron Diaz in My Best Friend's Wedding. Yes. <laughs> and, and so you're like, why is she like, especially I think in Runaway Bride, you're like, I don't understand what she sees in him on a long term basis. Yeah. Well, in Pretty Woman, I just like kind of have an issue with the fact that he's so lonely that he like pays for her company okay that's fine but then he's like I have a bunch of functions I want you to come with me too and it's like the whole time he's like okay don't fidget like smile do this do that dress a certain yeah, no, way and I mean, I'm it's like out, it's like the most controlling you can be yeah and I'm just kind of <laughs> like, like and also I'm paying for you <laughs> right and so I'm just like kind of confused as to like I mean, besides the fact that she's getting paid, there's like a couple scenes where there's like some like emotional intimacy between the two of them. Like they're in the bathtub and Mm -hmm. he's talking about like his childhood and whatnot. But like otherwise, it just seems like she's just this like pretty doll that he wants to dress up and he wants but he wants her to behave a certain way. And I'm just kind of like. Were there no like high class escorts that he could have gone to to <laughs> gone to in 1990? Like find a girl who it wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had to like it wouldn't buy have the clothes worked for? as well. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Have. It wouldn't have worked as well though because you need her to be like bright eyed and innocent, even though she's like. But like he brings you know, her to lived a, a life. He brings her to a business <laughs> dinner with no. It's not even like other wives or girlfriends are present. He just like brings her to a business dinner and like she's so out of it the entire like she's like doesn't know what to do and he's just like patronizing to her the entire time and I'm just kind of like why would you put her through this like this has to be so mortifying for her like she's just like trying her best I don't know yeah I but I mean it's like he's controlling because he's like well it doesn't matter what you pay for it's like it's like people who like treat servers like shit because they're like well they're being paid to be here yeah well <laughs> I demand that things then why are we falling in love exactly with my way I just remember watching yeah. this when I was uh, and also it's it's very much like they so <laughs> I have no idea what his character's name is George Costanza oh uh, it's like but, something uh Stuky Philip Stuky okay I'm calling him George. That's fine. But he basically has to, like, uh, he attempts to, like, you know, <laughs> rape her, essentially. Yeah. And then that's, like, I'm, like, is this just so that we know that, like, Richard Gere is not that bad a guy? Like, well, look what we're comparing him against. And I'm, like, I don't think He also attempts to rape her in, like, the, the third to last scene of the movie. 
It's like I'm, it happens like <laughs> so quickly, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Because that's such like I mean, like as much as this whole thing is like, you know, she's obviously a sex worker, and like they have an arrangement, and like as a kid, you're like, "What does this mean?" Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you understand generally what happens. But that like it's like still kind of light and fluffy up until that point, and then at that point, it's like really dark. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit! Like, what is this movie? He's like on top where he's like what we won't take like 25 and then Richard Gere like comes in punches him and then she's basically like I'm gonna I have to leave and he's like just I want you to stay another night not because I'm paying you because you want to and then she leaves and then it's like she's with her roommate and then Richard Gere shows up then they like kiss and we're supposed to be like oh well fairy tale (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a product of its time. Yeah, it well, and that's why I think it's so crazy that uh, it has the highest number of ticket sales in the U.S. ever for a romantic comedy, and so uh, it's for just ahead comedy. of so few my, romantic comedies nowadays. Yeah, but this is from 1990. So in my entire this is like lifetime, the beginning of like the <laughs> Meg, in, in more than our entire lifetime, there has never been mm-hmm. a romantic comedy to sell more tickets than this. My best friend's wedding came close Wait. in the U.S. What about um? What about uh? My big fat Greek wedding. Oh, that sorry, that's what there. I meant. My big fat Greek wedding is what it's slightly <laughs> ahead of, but it's still it's like seven hundred thousand. My big fat Greek wedding, legendary run. Yes. Also for like a teeny little indie movie, right? Yeah. My big fat Greek wedding, man. That that is a fascinating box office run. That'd be a fun rewatch. <laughs> we don't need to get into it. Oh. It like climbed from it like climbed from num- it started at, at like number seven or something and climbed to number one and held it for weeks and then was in theaters for like a year. It's not. Important. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so. Also, an f- interesting thing about this movie is that Julia Roberts got a Best Actress nom for it. Insane. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is like her first big performance, and she's like obviously so charming. That's the thing is she but... was like a virtual nobody. She was in Mystic Pizza, which neither of right. us have seen. I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, and she was in, and then Steel Magnolias hadn't been released yet. I guess. Yeah. I mean, she, she is like cast. undeniable in oh the my 90s. God. Like, I. Like you said, she's a ray of Me and my sunshine. sister all the time <laughs> in my best friend's wedding, which we are just skipping so much ahead of. So remind me to use some of this, you know, information later. But me and my sister all the time will be like, I got moves like you've never seen. <laughs> I, <laughs> which is just one th- th- line that she tosses off at one point in the movie. That's all about her. And it's just like, Julia, yes. <laughs> Julia Roberts has this like undeniable charm. This is why yes. she was America's sweetheart. If she still acted yes. as much as she used to, she probably still would be. She smiles and like I feel joy. <laughs> like I, I love her laugh. She has my most favorite laugh. I'm like beaming just thinking about Julia Roberts. We like both are. everything about her is just like so undeniably charismatic. And she's just like so sweet mm-hmm. and she seems so innocent, but also you know she's not. And it's like I don't right. know where that personality came from, but this is why she's a star. 
Yeah, I mean, I think like the two queens of like the '90s rom coms are like Meg Ryan and Julia Roberts. Yeah, and I just like my sun and my moon, you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of <laughs> Meg Ryan, was Gary Marshall's top choice, and she turned it down. Uh, uh, Mary yeah. Steenburgen. She, I assume she's everyone's top top choice in this era. Yeah, Mary Steenburgen was among one of the fir- uh, first choices. Diane Lane should have been Oscar nominated. Came- Mary Steenburgen for. Glasgow, No Place Like Home yes. from the movie Wild Rose 2019. Continue. Diane Lane <laughs> was close to being cast and had even gone into costume mm. fittings, but due to scheduling mm. conflicts, uh, she couldn't do it. That was when the movie was apparently a bit darker. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer mm. turned it down. She didn't like the tone. Daryl mm. Hannah uh, turned it down because she thought that it was degrading to women. Um, Fair. Jennifer Jason. That is, I mean, so much about this movie rests on the fact that Julia Roberts is so good in it. Yeah. Like, as all the problematic stuff is kind of, like, you can watch it and you can put that aside because you're like, you do feel like Julia Roberts is in control of her life. And, like, as much as she's being, you know, controlled by this man, she is, like, has so much charisma and grace. You're like, oh. Yeah. I trust her. (laughs) Well, and that's kind of one of, I guess, when they were filming it, Gary Marshall had to, like, pull Richard Gere aside and was like, this isn't your movie. Like, one of you is moving (laughs) and the other one isn't. Like, which one do you think you are? Like, don't try to be, like, super active in this. Like, you are not the star of this movie. Like, it was a star vehicle for... (laughs) Jules yeah. and like oh my god could you believe could you imagine if if it was anyone else like Jennifer Jason no. Lee auditioned it's just there's, there's no weird. one else um, no some it's, of the it's Julia it's Julia um, some of the other <laughs> cast or casting options for Edward Richard Gere's character was Christopher Reeve which I feel like he was very old and I mean Julia Roberts was 21 I was say the timeline of that Julia Roberts is 21. Richard Gere is 20 years older than her. So she, he was 41. I feel like Christopher Reeve um, was like 61. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I rewatched or I watched for the first time Moonstruck recently. Mm. And Cher is 41 and Nicolas Cage is 23. So just a little fun fact about Moonstruck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> other options were Kevin Klein, Denzel, Al Pacino, and Burt Reynolds. Al Pacino went as far as to do a casting read with Julia Roberts before he turned it down. And Pacino in 90? No, I don't think so. This is my favorite one (laughs) because I could literally never see it. (laughs) Daniel (laughs) Day-Lewis. No. I mean, this is like last of the Mohicans era. Yeah. So I understand that like (laughs) he has romantic lead in him, but also no. Yeah. Uh, also, especially not modern day Daniel Day Lewis. Molly Ringwald, she turned it down because she was uncomfortable playing a sex worker. Winona Ryder mm-hmm. was turned down because she was too young. Same with Jennifer Connelly. Okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, this is like the best possible option that we got yeah, here. No, it worked out. This was, this was the way it was meant to be. Yeah. So, um, you kind of rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Are there any other, do you have any big takeaways from it? Any big takes? I mean, the thing about 
Pretty Woman is like there's like it's it's the thing about any movie that like to me is iconic like there's things that are just so imprinted in my brain like when he snaps the jewelry case yeah or when she, she walks giggles. into the yes oh, yes because i love her laugh <laughs> when she walks in and, and she's, or big mistake and big, just is huge huge <laughs> yeah yeah so like things like that are like very much like you know i used to probably watch this at sleepovers i know i did i don't know i said probably and you know that's the shit that everyone remembers but it is it's always weird when you're like sitting down to like watch pretty woman or something like it because you're like okay I remember three scenes like so vividly or like when she's in the bathtub yep. with bobbing her head and then she like giggles and goes underwater. Um, <laughs> uh, but like I was like, I don't actually know much about this movie. I know the premise. I know like four scenes and everything else is pretty much a blur. And it is kind of like the things that are famous are famous for a reason, you know, and it's like. All of her stuff. Like, Richard Gere is such a nothing in this Oh, movie. yeah. That's kind of my <laughs> thought with, like, any of the male actors they considered. I mean, I don't know for a fact. I don't think Richard Gere is, like, has won many awards in his life. But I'm like, for this role, we don't need an Oscar winner. You know? No. We just need, like, a guy who plays rich and is right. older. Right. We need a, like, rich asshole guy. And they're like, how about Richard Gere? And they're like, actually... Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Richard Gere <laughs> has probably a lot won't of do too much. Golden Globe noms, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple like teen <laughs> choice noms. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why do teens care about Richard Gere? Chicago for movie villain and uh, dance sequence for Shall We Dance with Jennifer Lopez. Mm. But. Okay. Yeah, exactly. This like this is <laughs> this is Julia Roberts's movie, which is so fun, and Obviously. they took a they took a chance on a virtual nobody. Um, have you? You're a big Broadway person. Have you seen the play? Do you have any interest in? I have not. I have not. Is it still running? I thought it was kind of like uh, kind of a relative failure. Oh. Mm. I don't know. And maybe it was at just a 28. Oh, well, let's see. Someone finished their run as Vivian uh, July 21st, 2019, was replaced. I think it might still be going on. Okay. Um, I have not heard, like, it's a must-see not to be a... Oh, it closed on August 18th, 2019. Okay. (laughs) To generally negative reviews is how it opened. (laughs) Ouch. <laughs> Music by Brian Adams. Oh. And Jim Valance. I don't know who that is, but mm. um, interesting. <laughs> I didn't know if yeah. some at some point you and your family went to New York and caught some pretty woman. Would no, we did not. Um, that's, that's one. I mean, you know, they have one good song. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, recently my parents went, this is a total tangent. My parents went to New York and saw um, Jagged Little Pill. Oh, yes. I know. I was and, so jealous. <laughs> yeah. I think I like commented on your dad's was... story saying how jealous I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, not like coronavirus recently. This was like yeah. January, people. Um, but, um, 
But afterward, I was talking to my mom, and she was like telling me about it. She's like, "Oh yeah, it was good. Uh, you ought to know was the best song." And I was like, "Yeah, because you ought to know is the best song <laughs> like, wow. in the universe." Period. <laughs> She's like, "Okay, relax." <laughs> Jeez, uh, I my mother has a lot of patience. <laughs> poor lady. Yeah, I just I thought it was so funny. All of the music in this, like "King of Wishful Thinking," is the first song they play. Oh, also it opens and they like pan up Julia Roberts's body, and she's like in underwear, and it was just like kind of weird that it like that's like the first shot. I think maybe they're like we're going. For, this is an R-rated movie, so we're at least gonna show like a woman in lingerie. And doesn't it feel so unnatural coming from, like, Gary Marshall? Yes. Like, nowadays, that is, like, so not his shit. Well. Like, you know, there's, like, some executive being, like, you got to give the guys what they want. If, if you're going to get the men to take the ladies to the movie, they got to see a nice figure. Well, actually, like- <laughs> if we want to move on to Runaway Bride, when I was watching, you know, I do my trivia review, and it said mm-hmm. that, you know, the scene when she goes out and she gets the paper and she, like, sits down on the ground, she's wearing, like, little like short shorts or maybe just like a sweater and she like kicks her Mm -hmm. legs up apparently gary Mm -hmm. marshall did that because he was like if when in doubt just show julia's legs like that'll get people interested (laughs) in the the movie and i'm like oh boy (laughs) and she does have nice legs but It's also, it's not like her like sexually putting on tights. She's like sitting down to read the newspaper. Yeah. It's still very PG version. Yeah. Well, and uh, Runaway Bride is PG, which is funny. Yeah. So we can move to Runaway Bride. Yes. Of which I have to say, after watching about 20 minutes of Runaway Bride, I said to myself, huh, I guess I've never seen (gasps) Runaway Bride. Really? Yes. That's insane. I was so sure I had. <laughs> That's insane. That's uh, just Runaway Bride is one of those movies that I, I saw so many times growing up. I mean, it came out in '99, mm-hmm. and so, and it was PG. Um, I don't know. It was just a movie. Fam- family DVD special. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was in Arizona a couple weeks ago, or I, my sister called me a couple, well, like January, February, before all of the craziness, and she asked if I had our DVD. She like accused me of having it, and I was like, "Yes, I have it." Then I like saw her in Arizona like two weeks later, and she asked if I brought it, and I was like, "No, I did not fly with it. Um, it's mine." But yeah, so <laughs> Runaway Bride is something that I've seen a bunch of times, but watching it this time, I felt a little—it's probably been over a, about maybe a decade since I've seen it, so it's some time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt uh, a little different about it. I think this time I didn't. <laughs> it's the same thing as we were just talking about with Pretty Woman, in that I don't find the Richard Gere character like <laughs> that great. No, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, like I just. <sighs> and I don't think like I mean we're supposed to believe this is I mean I understand that like growth quote unquote growth in rom coms are like like very <laughs> not the priority you know mm-hmm. but it is like I mean within like the last twenty minutes Julie Roberts is like trying all the different types of eggs to be like who am I really even? yeah and then she's like I hate all other eggs I'm like you lived your whole life ordering eggs and you hate eggs no she likes <laughs> eggs Benedict. That's the only yeah, she egg says, that I she like, likes. Yeah. 
that's a very specific egg dish. Yeah. <laughs> if you hate scrambled eggs, she's like, I hate every other type of egg. I'm like, you can't. That's not how life works, especially with eggs. They're very polarizing. Right. <laughs> but. And then he's like, you know, reconnecting with his ex-wife, <laughs> uh, Rita Wilson. <laughs> Who looks gorgeous in this, by yes, the way. Yes, she does. And she, and he's like, what went wrong with us? And they're like, oh, this is the first time he's ever been introspective. I'm like, that is not make him yeah. worthy of <laughs> 12 years after their marriage crumbles, he's finally <laughs> yeah. like, so what happened? Like, what's, what's going what were on? You? unhappy tell me about that <laughs> well he's just like an asshole and like the yeah. whole he's introduced to us that he's just this like guy who hates women and writes mm-hmm. these terrible things about them and then he goes to this town and he's smug and pretentious but they all seemingly love him and then right. at one point like even Julia Roberts like she's like coming around to him and I'm like what did he do besides <laughs> like start playing music on the street with the sheriff um yeah I mean the he... whole town is full of assholes <laughs> yeah mentioning. right I mean they all even they do like is her just, best like... friend the bridesmaid in her wedding the second she or her husband <laughs> is like they're leaving she or her fiance she goes to hit on him oh you're a train wreck hon (laughs) yeah i mean that's whatever um i don't really care too much about that i just yeah she's just like the laughing stock of this town and i'm like this is so not gilmore girls i thought small towns like you know everyone and you love them um i also want to point out that i thought it was very uncomfortable i hadn't noticed it before but there's a scene where ike goes to bob's football practice and then Mm -hmm. he's like kind of like when he's leaving he's like running behind the cheerleaders and it seems like kind of flirty and i'm like you're like 50 (laughs) they're 17 (laughs) and like earlier he's talking about i can't remember exactly what it is but he's talking about like basically like types of women and one of them's like cheerleaders yes. and I'm like this is disgusting <laughs> yet we're supposed to fall for him because she That's falls the for and then, him and then this is what I don't understand even if okay let's say we are we believe and are okay with the premise that he thinks all women are like indecisive like flighty don't know what they want that's the other thing he's (laughs) supposed to be this like fucking genius about women that like he's the only one who cracked the code and understands her and i'm like how the fuck did he like think to even ask that she does has her eggs differently with every guy she sleeps with that's that's what's so annoying is like (laughs) right off the bat the guy's like yeah he didn't ask me much he asked how you like your eggs in the morning and i was like that's a pickup line what does this have to do with anything (laughs) he asked one i don't know just normal questions one ridiculous one oh what was ridiculous how how do you like your eggs in the morning and yeah that comes to be a thing and that's how he's like ha maggie like you have no brain of your own like you just do what the man wants and i'm like okay. and that's like so him, now you're painting like, our hero- his love to her. yeah like this is our, like heroin and you're just like she's an idiot she's indecisive yeah. she's an idiot but then also like where like if i'm to believe that this is this asshole like none of nothing that happens in the story points to him being rehabilitated like she does leave him at the altar like spoiler (laughs) but like and I understand like that's obviously like we know that like 
she's more than that and she needed to f- figure herself out and yada 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 because of our but good friend like, Joan Cusack pointing that yeah, out Joan. to her <sighs> thanks Joan um but we'll like love if, you, Joan. if he's an asshole like I don't think he would be as forgiving as he is in this movie the character doesn't make sense <laughs> the character doesn't make sense we're just supposed to believe that like in the his discussions and like getting to know her he like falls for her and suddenly everything is different and i just i don't think that that's true like no. i don't know and also, like, the whole small town, like, just telling the New York reporter everything. Like, no, they'd probably get closed off. The yeah. whole thing is, you know. I mean, I think I gave it a 3.5 on Letterboxd. <laughs> it's it very a, frail. I gave it a 3.5 <laughs> because I had previously given it a 3.5. And mm-hmm. it, there is, like, the nostalgia there. Like, I think that the soundtrack slaps. Did you, you, your letterbox review was this soundtrack slaps and mine was this soundtrack is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it opens up and I understand that it's nostalgia for you, but the first song is still, still haven't found, found what I'm looking, I'm looking for. for which I and love. I, my eyes rolled so far into the back of my head. <laughs> well, I love that song. Uh, so <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I I mean I just remember but, we, okay no but to play still haven't found what I'm looking for as we see a montage of her leaving three men at the altar it's a little on the nose Nora I love it I love it and she's just like galloping <laughs> on the horse I love it um I I love it like I we had this we have the soundtrack on like a CD and so mm-hmm. it was like one that we'd have like in the car and oh, that's yeah. something we would listen to oh, yeah. a lot it was so. your Freaky Friday. I mean, I had Freaky Friday too. This was like for Freaky my Friday mom. Freaky Friday was my only, my only soundtrack, soundtrack CDs no. for a while. Um, do you want to want me to tell you some of the other possible castings? I do more than anything. Oh, great. Well, this isn't specifying. I guess it says actors attached at various times: Angelica Houston, Mary Seen Virgin again, oh, Lorraine. Mary. Brock Bracco, uh, the therapist from The Sopranos, is how I most know her, mm, but she's also course. in Goodfellas. <laughs> for the okay, uh, Gina Davis, Demi Moore, Sandra uh-huh. Bullock. I think Sandy could have done this. I think Gina her- Davis could have done this too. Um, like um, like uh, Beetlejuice, Gina Davis. I haven't seen that. Oh, Ellen. Gina Davis is great in it. Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, I don't. I don't know for what character, probably one of the friends, I would say. Um, yeah. Taya Leone for Maggie. And then mm-hmm. Christopher Walken, I'm assuming, like, for her dad. The drunk dude, the dad who she's like, I don't like that asshole. you drink every night. Or I don't like that I have yeah. a dad who's <laughs> always drunk. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a PG movie. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot str- going on here. A lot to take tones. on here. Uh, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, Michael Douglas for the role of Ike, Ben Affleck for the role of Bob, which I think would be so funny and so weird. Um, yeah, yeah, those were those are the ones. Fascinating, that I have. fascinating. Yeah, Bob Christopher Maloney is <laughs> is pretty funny. He's good. I think he's really dialed in. I, I think do. he is too. I think he was really good. Uh, 
I do like how like all of her rings were also like very much like uh, her fiance's. Like hers for yes, uh, Bob was the number one, and it was just like yes. so horrid and terrible. I actually, when I saw that, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, no man would actually. Uh, I don't know, but it is funny. I thought that was so funny because to me, like. Uh, stereotypical high school football coach is not a stereotypical climbs Mount Everest guy. No. <laughs> like, I was like, it's a very strange 90s being like, there's only one type of athletic person. <laughs> I want to know how she met all these guys. It's a small town. It's a small town. <laughs> yeah. Who do you um, think is, yeah. who do you think's doing the best in this movie? Who's, who's given the best performance? Who's doing, um, I mean, I just have such a soft spot for Joan. She's great. <laughs> she's great. Joan Cusack um, is, she always is like the best like supporting actress, you know? Yes. Yeah. The one thing that, this is crazy. The one thing that I actually don't love Joan Cusack in, I actually don't even want to say it because it's going to be so sacrilegious. But Joan Cusack is in two of my very favorite movies and she kind of oh, annoys school me in broadcast rock. news. Oh. Oh, no. She's perfect in school. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, she's absolutely perfect in Ice princess? How do you think her ice princess performance was? Um, I have not seen ice no. princess in a very long time, but I did have it on DVD, but it was more of my sister's DVD. Allie and AJ on the soundtrack for that one? Oh, yeah, of course. I bet that soundtrack's fire. I got to check that one back oh, out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I got into a whole conversation the other day about Hayden Pennetier. People were like, why doesn't she have her kids? And I'm like, I literally don't have the time or the energy. I'm not getting into this. Who asked you that? Did you walk them to that question? <laughs> yeah, I was like, please, ask me about Hayden Pennetier. I think it was like my cousin's because... because I can see you being like someone saying something about remember that bring it on with Hayden Panettiere and you're like oh yeah nowadays she's just fighting custody battles and they're like what and you're like oh you're asking about Hayden Panettiere and her kids let me tell you I think she only has one kid and it's with that like wrestler who's about two feet taller than her and so her child lives in Russia with him full time and she's currently in a relationship where you're just rolling your eyes you're like fuck I did it now she's currently I know the I thing didn't is, mean to we almost got out of this without her... talking about it <laughs> she's currently in a relationship where there's like constant domestic domestic violence allegations like oh, her God. boyfriend gets arrested for beating her up and then it like she's like it's fine Hayden Hayden, Hayden we wanted get out so of there. much more for you anywho <laughs> heroes uh, reboot any day now <laughs> anyway uh, I, I I was wanting to like Runaway Bride better but I think that its soundtrack is the one that was what I like the most about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like fun. It very much feels like a concept of a movie, you know? Like you're like, I understand how someone had this idea for a movie, but well, in execution, it's not really working. For it me. really does seem to me like it was like based on a true story. Like someone read an article about a girl who's like ditched some guys at the altar and they're like, we're going to make yeah. a rom-com out of this. It's a Even- This American Life. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it didn't seem like it was, you know, really founded in much. Um mm-hmm. and-, and then, I mean, even me, when she is going to marry Richard 
gear who i don't really approve of in this movie but then when she she does like the fake out like she's like oh and then she walks and you're like oh see she's grown but then she still runs away and even i was like oh for fuck's sake (laughs) but also you, you you don't need the eye contact all the time I ha- I do always remember the wedding dress scene where she's like, I like this dress because it swooshes like a bell. I like a bell, that was yeah. Cute. But that's just because Julia Roberts is so cute. Is That's the thing. Like w- The only thing that works about this is just her being undeniable. <laughs> yeah, it's like she set the stage with Pretty Woman. And again, uh-huh. Richard Gere really doesn't need to do anything. I'm not even convinced they have great chemistry. I don't think so either. I think she just has great chemistry. I, yeah, she's, she's so charismatic that, like, literally anyone on screen just, like, catches a little bit of her sunshine, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, which is why I'm so excited to talk about my best friend's wedding, because it's her taking all that and, like, using it for evil. I know. That's what's the best thing about my best friend's wedding, is they're like, Sorry. Julia, I know I know I keep shtick. bringing it up. This is your shtick, but we're going to let Cameron be that person. And you need to just, like, flip it on its side. You're still going to be charming, but you have to be the worst. You have to be <laughs> so like, yes. neurotic. Oh, my God. This whole episode is just a trailer for our... Our next episode. I love Julie Roberts, my best friend's wedding. <laughs> Everything about her. She's so frazzled. She I know. Looks I know. So stressed out all the time. Stop. Okay. Anywho, do you have any other thoughts about Runaway Bride? Um, no. Do you have I a favorite just, song gonna... off the soundtrack? Some Eric Clapton. Uh, there's a little, I was going to say a little Dixie Chicks, huh? Yeah. That throws ready, me back. Ready, that makes me ready to run. <laughs> Yeah, makes me takes me back to my childhood. Martina McBride is on it as well. Um, yeah, Eric Clapton, Mark Anthony. Oh, I love that song. Um, what? Who else? Oh, the Grateful Dead, which is so funny because yeah. the Grateful Dead song that's played, "Ripple," I like. Thought I discovered in college. When I was like going down a rabbit <laughs> going hole, going through the a dead, dead. Ro- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, "This is my favorite song." And now I'm like, "Did I just cling to it?" Because in the back of my mind, I was like, it "You was incepted yourself." My best friend's <laughs> wedding. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing for you. <laughs> Leave me out of this. <laughs> oh no, uh, but yeah. Any other thoughts? Um, no. That's a good movie. Three and a half stars, apparently. How many did you give Pretty Woman? Um, I didn't I didn't rate it because I had just rewatched it recently. I think let's see what I haven't given Pretty Woman. I'm really bad at logging movies that I've definitely seen before. Mm. I gave Pretty Woman four stars. Okay. I don't know if I I don't know if I stand by that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but <laughs> that's okay. I mean, Pretty Woman has fun outfits. More fun. Their outfits are more fun in Pretty Woman than they are in Runway And Pretty Woman is definitely more iconic to me. Yeah. Um, I, I was just watching <laughs> Pretty Woman, and I was like, I love her polo dress. Like when they go to the the, yes. the brown um, midi length polka dotted dress with the leather belt and the hat. But then also when she's like talking to Kit outside um, by the pool, she's wearing a red short suit, 
with like a white shirt underneath yes. and I was like oh my yes. god I wore that to can yeah <laughs> oh my god me <laughs> oh, um, am I Julia my best friend's wedding I gave that a very restrained four and a half stars and that is restrained because it's a five <laughs> yeah well well we're gonna watch it again and you can re-rate it but I can um, uh, feel free to tune in next week when we talk about my best friend's wedding well it'll be probably a lot of this spoiler alert i think we like it i love it oh my god richard Gere's wife is expecting their second child he's 70 years old you don't need to get into this nuts it's only gonna frustrate me do you find him handsome in these movies i find him i find him handsome but i'm not like ooh, sexy like oh i want to get it but you're like yeah that's a handsome man objectively have you ever seen knights in rodan the or dance okay i haven't it is one of my friends like favorite like guilty pleasure movies oh my <laughs> like, um like if if we were like going to go down a nicholas sparks thing she would always be like maybe we should watch nights i've never I seen it seen i do it. like diane lane though right uh i think that could be interesting yeah maybe maybe, maybe we could do that next who knows how long we're gonna be cooped <laughs> up like this yeah. i i have a friend and I guess he looks ever so slightly like Richard Gere, and he lived in Wilmington where they filmed uh, Nights of Rodanthe. Nights so of Rodanthe. They like took a picture of him, Ugh. and with like a younger <laughs> kid or something, and he was like, he's like on the mantle. I mean, it's obviously it's like just like for set decoration. Yeah, but he's like supposed to be young Richard Gere, which I think is That's so, so funny. funny. That is so funny. Uh, I, um... Yet I've never seen the movie. Even though I have I will this say, star connection. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch uh, Josie and the Pussycats before you watch Nights in Rodanthe. <laughs> is that it's not Nicholas Sparks? No, I know. But oh, it's just like we you were saying, maybe ne- for our next episode. Okay. I'm like, no. <laughs> After Julia Roberts, I'm going to make you watch Josie and the Pussycats. All right. We, that's fine. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts? Any recommendations that you have? Um, Amazon Fresh soundtrack. No, I don't recommend. <laughs> I mean, I know everyone's doing their best. We're in quarantine. It'll be fine. Um, I have plenty of food. But um, listening to Hustler soundtrack, listening to the 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack, oh, listening yeah. to Joe's and the Pussycats soundtrack. Lots of soundtrack uh, being played at my house during okay. the day. Nice. Freaky Friday. Ob, ob, I went ob. for a run today and a Lilic song came on and I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm giving everything I can to this run. Like, I cannot. I cannot. Um, I, the other day, was listening to the Freaky Friday soundtrack as I have many, many times before. And it was like I rediscovered um, Take Me Away, the song that is sung by Lindsay Lohan's band, but not by Lindsay Lohan in. Yeah. Which is a shame because Lindsay had such a, such a musical career. You're it. You're the ultimate. That's Lindsay's. Um. Nice. I watched on YouTube the whole series, Undeclared. Just follow up to Freaks uh-huh. Geeks-ish. Yes. How. It was fun. Yes. It was kind of cool to see all those little kids. Um, Seth, Jay, Jason. I have like a real confession that I don't know if I want to say on this, on the podcast. Oh my God. Which is that I watched all of the magicians in six days. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said it was just one season. 
That's five seasons in order. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd only great. seen the first season. I'd seen the first season a few years ago whenever it came out, and then I never really followed back up. And then during quarantine, I was like, maybe I'll try this again. Who was and in I, it that you like? Was... Jason Ralph. <laughs> oh. uh, um, I mean, I don't think there's anyone really oh, famous in it. Oh, I thought like Lee Pace for... was in it or something. Oh, no. Rachel Brosnahan's okay. husband. Who yeah, makes less money than her. <laughs> yes, <sighs> but right. he's cute. He is very cute. I remember him from Gossip Girl and being like, "Oh, hello," and then oh, hi. <laughs> he was in Younger this recent season. Yes, yes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I like seeing his face. <laughs> um, yeah, he has long hair in The Magicians, and in the beginning, he's like really whiny and angsty, and I'm like, I don't know. And then as time goes on, he gets more confident. I'm like, mm, mm. tell me more. <laughs> Have you thought about how delayed production is going to be for everything for the yes, rest of, of our life? Yes. Is that because you said, I thought Lee Pace was in it, and you were thinking of Pushing Daisies, and then you were thinking of the writer's strike, and you were thinking about how Pushing Daisy was gets canceled because of the writer's strike, and now I'm sitting at home wondering what's going to be the next thing that gets canceled too early because of this? Um, Is no, that what that's you were not, thinking about? No, I was just thinking of Younger, and I was like, well, they don't, I think they normally film in like the winter, so I wonder if that's still going to come out. And like Younger is literally my last priority in life, so... right. You know, fingers I'm just crossed. glad we had Shit's Creek in the can. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Anything else? No. It's great to see you. Well, yeah. Of the two, <laughs> you like Pretty Woman better. Yes. I'm not locking in on an answer yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trick. Okay. All right. Well. But I know there are two that are coming up in the series that I'm going to like better honestly these two might be my bottom two okay um wow we'll see call my yeah. shot all right well till next right. time bye. Talk to you later. bye to follow us on social media follow us at on the underscore download on twitter and at on the download podcast on instagram you can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com